You're about to listen to youth produce content from Listen Up Youth Radio. Listen Up is a Twin City social enterprise working at the intersection of youth employment, leadership, and media production. You're listening to Youth Soup, the podcast that adds some youth to your soup. That was so good. Yay. Welcome to the podcast, where we embark on a mouth-watering journey exploring the delectable interplay between food and culture. Join us as we savor the diverse flavors, traditions, and stories that unite us through our shared love for the culinary arts. Let's delve into the rich tapestry of tastes that nourishes both body and soul. Content warning. There is a brief conversation about animal cruelty in the episode. Hello, welcome to the podcast, and today we're here with... Hi, I'm Keen. And I'm Emerson. And today we're going to be talking about food and culture and how it affects our daily lives. Mm-hmm. All right, the first question is, is there any particular dish from another culture that stands out to you? So, I'm Somali, but I really like Mexican food. Why is that? I like spicy food, and... I like the green sauce that comes with the tacos or the burritos. You don't like it? I don't like that. That's way too spicy for me. It makes the food unenjoyable, and it's really hot, so I just can't eat it. How does it? How is it not enjoyable? Because it just takes away the flavor, and it's just like eating a jalapeno with good food. I disagree, but okay. How does having hot things make it better? It enhances the flavor. No, like, it doesn't. There's the difference between oversaturation and then there's the flavor. You can taste the flavor without the hot sauce. I like adding hot sauce. I kind of like, I can taste all the flavors. For me, that's completely different. And one that really stands out to me when culture's food is definitely Chinese food. I grew up, and one of the things my parents always used to like to do, every other Friday of the month, we used to go out and get Chinese food. And I always liked the dumplings and I put them in this sweet sauce. I forget what it's called, but that was really good to me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had Chinese food? Yeah, I'm, I like the noodles. I'm not a big fan of fried rice. Why? It just, well, I haven't had like, like original ones like from like local places but I, in a while. I did like when I was younger. Growing up though, like hitting my like 16, I didn't like it anymore because Panda Express is not my favorite. Yeah, I don't have Panda Express either. I've actually never had it. I don't like how big corporations Americanize Mm -hmm. certain cultures' foods, but it seems like it really blows up a business and more and more people buy it. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the most Americanized food? Americanized food? So if I, okay, say we're at the Mall of America, I'd also say it's either Chipotle or Panda Express, they're always like the longest lines too. It's not good. Yeah, I think it's Mexican food, not Chinese food. Since every single time you go to a Taco Bell or a Chipotle or Q-Boba, I think it's called, there's nothing like how it would be. <laughs> Q-Doba, yeah. yeah. I, so true, yeah. Has your family passed down any traditional dishes that you plan to pass down? So I'm not really good at cooking, but I know how to make a couple dishes. Um, I know how to make malawah, which is basically crepes, but Somali. And in, it's crepes, and usually you would eat it with something called maraq, which is like, I don't know what it's called. It's closest 
the closest thing I'd say is a soup, but it's not really a soup because it has like, is it broth? I guess so. Well, basically has meat and like vegetables and like a little bit of consistency of soup. Curry? It's not curry. I don't know what it is. I've never heard of that. Um, it's really good. I promise. It is. Yeah. Well, to me, I don't have much of cultural foods to pass down. But one thing my mom always made when I was growing up is she used to live in Venezuela, and for some reason, they make a lot of chicken and rice there. So I've grown up having a lot of curry and chicken and rice, and I think I'm going to show my kids how to make that one day. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Do you have any food preferences from your own culture or other cultures? I have a lot of preferences for food. I'm a bit of a picky eater, but I like food with not overbearing but also, like, you can taste the flavor, like pho. I really like pho. It's like, what? What is pho? You don't know what pho is? It's no. like a staple in Minneapolis. Yeah. Like, it's Vietnamese. It's like ramen, but Vietnamese. But it's not, like, too strong, you know? And you can add, like, green sprouts, mints, and, like, jalapenos and lime. And it's really good, actually, and healthy. It is. I've never even heard of it, nor have I had it. You should go get it. It's like a big thing in Listen Up. It is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, if you could choose one culture's food to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Other than my own? or Yes. yes. Other than my own? Oh. Um, okay, I really like... Okay, it's either Indian food... What? I've never had Indian food <laughs> either. What do you eat? Everything, just not Indian food. Okay. And Vietnamese food, okay. Yeah. So, you need to go out and eat. Yeah. I'm not interested in trying any new places at the moment. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I really like Indian food. Um, I also really like... Wait, what was the question? If you had to eat one culture's food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, okay, okay. Indian food or Arab food? I really like it because it's also close to my culture, too. Um, not the Indian food, but the Arab food. But, or Ethiopian. Indian food. Indian I'm, food? Yeah. What's the best dish that you've had from that? Briyani. When I, okay, backstory. But uh, when I was in Seattle last year, um, I was craving Indian food because the food there is different. I don't know what it is, but the food tastes really good there. And I just kept eating and eating Indian food or Kenyan food. It's pretty good. Sounds really good. One story from Seattle is probably the best food I've ever had. I was born in Seattle, but I just went back earlier this summer. I went to Shaq's Chicken Restaurant called Big Chicken, and I had this sandwich. It has chicken, mac and cheese, and barbecue sauce and mayo in it. And it was probably the best sandwich I've ever had. And it was like six inches in diameter, so it was really big. And that was probably the fav my favorite food I've ever had. That sounds, wanna send a link later? Wanna send, yeah, yeah, I will. Um, any other questions? Do you drink coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a coffee fan. I'm a tea fan or juice. I think coffee's better. 
a lot better. It has more caffeine, it tastes better, and you can add more than you can with tea. I'm a barista. You're a barista? I think it's ironic. Yeah, I think it's ironic. I make coffee, but I don't drink coffee. Where do you work? Um, I will not say that. Is it Starbucks? I used to work at Starbucks. That was my first barista gig. I hated it so much. Oh, why? Don't, don't ever work at Seems like a nice place. They make really, really, really good drinks. They do, but like working there is terrible. You know that, right? Because like people complain and like it's just so busy and sometimes the pay wasn't even good. The pay wasn't good and you need to go through all of that. Yeah, like I worked at the one at the mall and during Christmas too specifically, it was so bad. Like the line was just never ending and like I worked at the Barnes and Noble one, and customers were rude, and we didn't get paid well, and it was just a terrible time. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't even get free food. You didn't get free food. Or I drinks. hear people that work at Chipotle every night they bring home a burrito bowl and give it to their family, and they can fill it to whatever they want. I love Chipotle now. I like Chipotle. Me too. Even though it's probably the most Americanized, other than Taco Bell, yeah. bringing it home. Especially the chicken there is really good. Chicken? They have a new chicken. I don't know what it's called, though. I think it's Chipotle chicken. Chipotle chicken. It's, like, breaded. What? It's breaded. When? When did they add that? Um, It came out, like, earlier this year. Have you changed any cultural dishes that you originally were exposed to? Um, no. I've always ate the way I've ate, like, growing... Well, actually, I don't like eggs anymore. I actually hate it. I detest the smell. I mean, if it has corn in it, I'll eat it, but... Eggs and corn is a combo? Um, it's like, at work, I'll eat it. Because, you know, it's actually pretty good. I think it's like Mexican-infused thing, because a lot of the cooks, like the head chef there is Mexican, so I think he adds, like, all this stuff. I don't know, but it's pretty good. It's a, like a new menu thing. And no, it's, it has other vegetables. I think it's like, it's scrambled though. I think it's supposed to like imitate an omelet. So a scrambled eggs that imitate an omelet with corn. What kind of corn? <laughs> is it seasoned? Obviously it's seasoned. Cause like no, the corn, just the corn, is it seasoned? I think it's seasoned while being cooked. Okay, that sounds all right. It's pretty good. Have you ever had deviled eggs? No, but every time someone eats it, and <laughs> it smells so bad. Yeah, they, they do smell really bad, but they're probably the second best kind of eggs you can make. The first best is definitely scrambled eggs. No. What's the best? None. Eggs are not good. You're wrong. Um, I'm the interviewee, so I'm never wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. So I don't you like do them. like eggs? No, no, no. I don't. Like, they're okay, but, like, personally, I would not cook it in my house. Like, my everyone else eats it, but I won't eat it. I'll eat it in a burrito, though. What kind of eggs are tolerable by themselves? Like, by themselves? Like, nothing within it? Or yeah, with it? Yes. Omelet. Omelet? If it has, like, steak and stuff. If it, Like, the IHOP one. You don't, you never had IHOP? No, I've never had IHOP. What do you eat? I don't know. I've just never had the chance to go to IHOP. Okay, what do you eat here? Like, fast food-wise. Chipotle. 
Taco Bell, <laughs> McDonald's. Didn't you just say that like all of those are like not good because they're Americanized? It's not good that they did, but I enjoy the efforts. They're still really, really tasty. Okay. I'm okay. gonna keep on going. Okay. Popeyes, Burger King. I never had Popeyes. Why? My brothers eat it. I don't know. Uh, Cause I never get the chance. Like every time they bring it, they eat all of it before I could even try it. Well, did you hear about last year how people liked it so much? They killed this person. This person died. Somebody died. Yeah, from the chicken sandwich. No. Okay, what They're, are you on about? The the chicken sandwich was so good that lines flooded miles through the drive-thru and they ran out of chicken so people would some people waited seven hours to get a sandwich i think that's a crisis it was a chicken crisis well i think people shouldn't do that why it's popeye's fault they need to make more chicken so they can make more money you know how they kill the animals yeah no i don't actually okay you should maybe look into it do they not just grow up on a farm really happily? They keep them in, well, I don't know if Popeye's for sure, but most, like, fast food restaurants keep them in, like, hens. Not, like, little cages, and some of them will be dead there, but the other ones will be there. It's very traumatizing. That sounds terrible. And when I was growing up, my mom told me how they make bacon. Is they grow up the pig on a farm. They put it in a hot tub before it dies so it can be really happy and relaxing in a hot tub since relaxed meat is better apparently and grass-fed meat and then I don't remember how she said they killed them but I remember it was in a really humane way are you Jewish no I'm, I'm Christian oh okay why would you think I'm Jewish because <laughs> cer- there's certain ways that animals are killed in Judaism and Islam because there's kosher and halal I eat halal meat mostly What's the difference between halal meat and fast food meat? So there's a big difference because there's some fast food chains that sell halal meat. And halal meat is basically animals killed in like the Islamic law. And then the Islamic law, there's like certain um, steps you need to do to kill an animal. Same with Judaism. But that's called kosher. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Christianity though. I don't think there's anything for Christianity. Yeah. Wait, really? Well, well, I don't think you can eat pork on a Sunday. I don't know why. Okay. So, fast food-wise, I don't know. Because, like, there's different ways that animals are killed in every different fast food chain. Or probably the same, mostly. Like you McDonald's. You don't think they all come from the same place? Most of them, yes. Yeah. But not all of them. I guess so, since I think I can definitely see a difference between, like, McDonald's beef and, say, my burger beef. I think that's very different. Mm -hmm. You can taste the difference, too. I think the um, additives and the growth hormones they feed the cows can act, like, really change how they taste. Yeah, and then there's different suppliers for that stuff, too. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Hi, my name is Hamza. Hi. How's your day going? Pretty good. I'm going to have a few questions for you today. Yeah. Do you have any favorite foods growing up? Yeah, I do. One of my favorite foods growing up was dulce bibimbap. It's a Korean food. It's uh, so the 
the base of that is bibimbap, which is like rice, eggs, and sometimes people put like uh, bulgogi, which is beef, or some kind of meat, um, vegetables, Korean, you call like the side dishes panchan. So there's like a bunch of panchan that is served with bibimbap. And then the dulcet part is like my favorite part about it is that it's served in like a hot stone bowl. And so the rice gets like crispy around the edges. Mm. So that's one of my favorite foods growing up. I ate that a lot as a child. So, yeah. Do you know who introduced you to the restaurant? Well, so I never really had it at a restaurant. So both of my parents uh, lived in Korea. So as a kid, I ate a lot of Korean food and just was definitely very grateful that I had that like influence on my like food, on the foods that I like. And also because there's a lot of Korean foods that are really good for like when you're sick. There's a lot of really good soups. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy that I had that influence. Can you list some of your favorites? Yeah, so this one isn't, I guess, specifically when you're spe specifically for when you're sick, but I ate it a lot when I was sick. It's called kimchi jjigae. And uh, it's spicy. Kimchi is spicy and fermented, and it's just good for your, your like immune system. I there's always like a jar of kimchi in my fridge. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, aside from Korean food, do you, are there any other cultures that you like eating food from? Yeah. So I I really like. Uh, I really like Thai food, and there's a lot of like really, really good Thai and Vietnamese uh, restaurants in my neighborhood. And I also have like a really, there's a really big place in my heart for Ethiopian food. And yeah, I love Ethiopian food. One of my favorite Ethiopian restaurants just closed, and I'm really sad about it. So yeah. Are there any like, like traditional or like passed down foods in your family? So, my dad is, like, I don't know, his, like, great-great-grandma or something is from Italy. So, my nana kind of really, really is clinging on to that little bit of Italian. And, and she's made spetzel, which is, like, a Italian, like, dessert thingy. And then my grandma likes making plum dumplings, which... I guess was passed down from her, her mom and her grandma. I don't know where they're from, probably from a bunch of different places, but you literally just take a plum and wrap it in dough and then you boil them and they're like really good. Um, I don't know, those are just some things that have been passed down. And uh, I'm not Korean, my parents aren't Korean, but their like influence of like living in Korea and having some really important people in my life be Korean and just have, that's definitely influenced my food a lot and I definitely will keep making Korean food, bibimbap, uh, always eating kimchi. So that's definitely gonna be things that I keep keep doing. All right, another fun one. If you could introduce a, f a friend to one restaurant, what would it be? Oh crap, honestly, right now I would say the restaurant that just closed. Fasika, and Fasika is one of my, it's like my spot with my friends, it's Ethiopian food. And I would, especially now that it's closed, I would, I would, uh, I would introduce some of my friends to that before it was closed. Most of my friends already know about it because we would all go there together, but to any of my friends who didn't know, 
I've never been there. I would take them there. Uh, do you have a favorite menu item from Pasiga? Yeah, we always get the same thing. You get the veggie platters, number 17. And it's just like a big assortment of all of their, so a bunch of lentils. There's, um, comes with injera uh, and like a side. You get extra injera um, and uh, they serve it on this giant plate and it feeds like, me and my friends would get it and it would feed like four of us. And it's like 15 bucks. And it's just like, they put a piece of injera on the plate and then they pile a bunch of different foods on it. There's uh, like cabbage, potatoes. There's so many different kinds of lentils. It's all, this platter is vegan. Um, and one of my friends is vegan. So that's what we would get. And it's so good. It's so, so good. I'm like sad that it's <laughs> close. Even though there's, uh, there's, there's other Ethiopian places, um, I just got really connected to that place. So that's what we'd always get, the veggie platter. Yeah. All right. Um, are there any foods that you dislike? Mm, I am not a super big fan of like, what? Mm, okay, I like chickpeas in certain instances, but I don't like dried chickpeas. I think that they're weird and I don't like the taste of them. I don't think they're weird. I just, they have a weird texture. I definitely, if there's a food that I don't like, it's 99% because of the texture. Yeah. Tastes don't really, like, if there's a taste, I, I can't think of a taste that I don't like. There's some textures I don't like. Um, so I don't really like papaya just because of the taste. Or, not. I don't really like papaya because of the texture, but I like the taste of papaya. Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do um, do you have any like um, if you like, are there any like uh, do you have any like views on like other cultures' food? Like, could you like expand on like your view on Korean food, maybe? Yeah, um, I think that food is really really important, like to um, any any person, any culture. I think that. Um, Food is a way that for literally the entire universe, basically, um, since people existed, food is a way for people to connect and be together and spend time with each other and show care for each other. That's something that's really important to me is that like cooking for people or having people cook for me is like a really big way of showing affection and love and support. Um, and also there's just so many traditions that evolve around food. Um, and I just have such a huge, like, respect for every single kind of food because there's, there's no matter what food it is, there's something, something behind it. I think that food is really, food is really, really important, um, to, uh, cultural survival and just, like, continuing, um, continuing to care for one another so yeah food is really important yeah yeah do you have any foods like you have a deep connection to like you have a story behind it um yeah i would say i besides like dulce bibimbap and like the veggie platter i have like a pretty significant place in my heart for um, peanut butter banana sandwiches. Um, I, uh, 
and the alternative to that would be just I we call them um, peanut butter cupcakes, um, and basically I would my parents or my brother or whatever we would cut up a banana into like you know little circles and then you just put peanut butter on top of them and it would be a peanut butter cupcake. Um, and I ate that a lot growing up, um, especially growing up and still being like low income and growing up in like a poor family. There's like some some foods that like kind of became like a big staple. We would eat them a lot. And so um, finding ways to make the food that we ate all the time because it was cheap, interesting and trying to keep it interesting. Like my brother um, has gotten really, really good at just like getting random stuff in the fridge and putting it into some combination of something and then like mixing an egg with it and it just tastes good. I think that, um, and even though it's not like fancy or whatever, it's whenever he's like, hey, can I, can I make you food? I, it's really, it means a lot to me because um, he just is like, he goes into the space in the kitchen, he's just like, okay, eggs, random stuff in the fridge, um, hot sauce, and just gives it to me, and it's really good. So, I don't know, just like makeshift food and peanut butter banana sandwiches. Yeah. Um, do you have any, like, go-to fo- uh, go foods, like, if, you feel, if you're feeling down? Yeah. Or, or happy? Yeah, um, I, hmm, so I have a pretty long history of, like, uh, like, disordered eating habits and using food as, like, a coping mechanism, um, and so a lot of times I'll, like, uh, be like, oh, I'm sad, I'm gonna eat, or, oh, I'm really anxious, I'm gonna eat, and so, um, there's definitely, uh, like moving away and like trying to get out of my like disordered eating habits um, is a is a process. And one of the big things is knowing that I that food is comfort. Food is is comforting, um, and that's that's okay. And that's that's not necessarily disordered eating. Um, that has been really helpful for me to know that like, or this is true for me, right? That that food is always going to be something that brings me comfort. And um, one of the foods that really just brings me a lot of comfort is mandu, um, which is their dumplings. Um, And we always have them. Um, They're easy to make, they're quick, and they're warm. And it's just like, it just makes me happy. Like. yeah, so that's definitely something I eat. I eat it frequently, um, and but it's also just comforting to me because um, it reminds me of like a lot of good things and yeah. And I know the one, I know the good brand, I know the good bag, I know what the bag looks like. Um, so yeah, that would be that would probably mean yeah that. Okay, if you had a chance to bring one dish to a party, what would you bring? Ooh. Um, I, that is a really hard question. I definitely wouldn't bring, uh, ooh, hmm, crap. 
bibimbap is really hard to give to a lot of people because it's a big process to make it, so I wouldn't bring that. Um, I might bring, yeah, I could just bring a pot of rice. Yeah. Rice is so, it's such a staple. Yeah, um, maybe like a dessert or uh, yeah. a dessert you could bring. I would bring, this is a really hard question, holy crap. I would bring mandarin oranges. <laughs> I would, that's what I would do. Um, yeah, they don't, they go really fast in my house. Um, in Korean, you call them kyul. Um, and so my dad, like, he'll look at me and be like, kyul? And he'll throw one at me. Um, cause I always want one. So I don't know. I think it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. Learn more about Listen Up Youth Radio, including our peer-to-peer educational workshops in media production and social media marketing services.